Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Danny Mack, Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. I heard Joe Vitale the other day on the fast lane talking about how the wind had basically ruined his Halloween decorations. And Joey joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line here on 101 ESPN. And I, I wanted to ask you first, Joey, first of all, good morning. Second of all, has that situation been settled? Is your, your lawn redecorated now? Listen, Randy, not only is it redecorated, but I, I have more tombstones that I have any idea what to do with. I, I, I do feel a little bad, but here's the thing. If they blow into the street and they leave your property, to me, they're not your property anymore. I mean, if you don't have your name on it, if there's not like a, hey, if you if found, please call, they're mine. And these things are flying in the wind all over my neighborhood, and I am collecting them. If you see something that may be yours, come please take it. But I have a wonderful opportunity for any of the bright minds out there how in the hell do we keep these styrofoam tombstones in the ground? I've tried about every other way. They're, they're tough. They're tough. But, again, I'm reaping the benefits because my neighborhood is full of them all in the street, and I am just collecting them and putting them in my yard. i got quite the gravesite right now. How about a one-foot metal rod, maybe like an eighth inch, that, or even a wooden dowel, so you put uh, one foot into the side or into the bottom of the Still tombstone and then the other it. one into the lawn? It doesn't work, no. Huh? No. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Randy. Listen, I I, I should have cut you off. Stop it. I've already tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah, we've done I, everything. So I'm on a first name basis with everyone at Home Depot, Lowe's, and Menards about how to get these damn things to stay in the ground. I I cannot figure it out. But you know what? I'll tell you what. The people that invented them are genius. You know why? Because you got to keep buying them. Yep. You have to buy more because you keep losing them. So that's that's the key. They, they don't want you to be successful at this. They don't want you to get them in the ground and keep them in the ground. So that's um, that's shame on me. But what are you going to do? I got a good one, though, for you, Joey. Um, what do you got, Go out and get the uh, the smoke machine. You know, like the it, it just it it just puffs out all this smoke and it makes it real eerie on your lawn and, and if it's not real windy it kinda hangs over your lawn and has that scary looking feeling of your house. So get that thing going on Halloween and you'll be uh, you'll be a hit with the kids. I'm telling you right now, the old fog machine. Yeah, yeah, thank you, know, you. The, the fog is, machine, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the problem is getting the, the right extension cords and then the weather the ones. And, yep. and, and not to mention, I, I got a great kid who does my, my lawn here in the neighborhood. He I, he does it for 40 bucks. He's starting his own business. I'm, I'm so happy to do it. And, and I actually switched to him because the, one of the last lawn companies I had, uh, they actually, they, it's not their fault, but they, you know, they're flying through the lawn. And I got all these blow ups during Christmas and, and fog machines and lanterns and lights throughout the holidays. You know, they, they can't help it, but they rip right through it with the lawnmower, and then all of a sudden it's shredded into the you know, extension cord gets shredded, and I tell you what, first world problems, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, no just, doubt. Just keep it near the front door. That's all. 
Yeah, um, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad thought. I mean, I, the, thing, the thing about my house in general, I mean, I live in Kirkwood. It's The house I live in now predates the Civil War about 30 years, and we just ended up buying it about four months ago. And I think I think it actually is haunted, and the, even the owners before us said that, hey, there are some interesting spirits that are happening, and I'll wake up in the middle of the night where, like, kids are running around upstairs, and I'm like, God, go to bed, thinking they're my kids. I go on check, and everyone, everyone's just fast asleep, and we're I sleep on the upstairs. So something's going on up in that attic. If, mm. if anyone knows um, any any exorcists or priests out there that could help me out, it would be uh, it would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Halloween is Sunday night. Hey, Joey, I want to ask you about uh, Nazim Kadri because the Blues have had two fights with him now, and they had the goalie going after him last night. Is Nazim Kadri in the Blues' heads with that hit on Falk from the playoffs last year? Uh, you know, I think so, but I think in a good way. You know, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I think that you looked at how everyone has stepped up to the plate to, you know, go after him for what happened in Justin Falk. I think it's a lot of old school still on this team. I mean, you look at players like Justin Falk. I mean, there, if there's one player that's got that old school blood, I mean, Randy, Dan, you've, you've watched this game a long time. I mean, that, that old kind of Garth Butcher, just Wilson kind of style of hockey where you just, if you do something, you're going to pay the price. That. That, to me, is going to be Braden Chen. I mean, he's got that old-school blood running through his veins still with how the game used to be played and, and the integrity of kind of keeping it intact in that way where I think that, you know, if, if things happen on the ice, there there is a level of, of hockey and like any other sport, or rather not like any other sport, that there is a, a sensitive uh, subject where you have to police yourself or, yes, you have to play within the rules, but there also is this little extra edge, this little extra level that hockey allows that, you know, you can police yourselves. And at the end of the day, it's only going to help protect everyone a little bit more. I, I know one thing, Nazem Kadri is going to have to probably deal with something like this every time they play the Blues. And now they don't play them probably until April. I think April 26th, the final road game. So it's going to be a long time. But I do like the way the Blues responded. I think so much of it is just about that togetherness and just uh, just being together and, and sticking up for each other. Um, yes, you, Justin Falk finds himself in the box for the better half of the whole period. But at the same time, I think sometimes messages do need to be sent. It was an ugly hit last year, a completely unnecessary hit for Kadri last year. And I think the Blues have done a great job taking care of it, in my opinion. Great reminder last night, Joey, that uh, the Avalanche are still the Avalanche. And when they're just about at 100%, and they had, as you well know, Landeskog back and McKinnon back, they were flying last night. I mean, that is one tough team. I'm sure you agree. It really is, Dan. I mean, I thought the Blues played maybe close to as perfect of a game as possible when they first met them a couple weeks ago in the yeah. home opener there in Colorado. And, and we, we obviously saw the result. It was a great result. I believe they won 5-3. to three. So you, you look at that, I think the Blues are going to have to continue to do that against Colorado this season. It's going to have to be just about as perfect of a matchup, as perfect as a game, with as healthy as possible with your full lineup. To really, to really give yourself a chance, you know what I mean? So, you know, you look at the difference of the two teams. And, and the biggest thing that stands out to me is um, depth for the Blues versus just two powerhouse lines for the, for the Colorado Avalanche. You know, the Blues have, have, have their kind of wealth spread out. They have their depth spread out. They have different pieces on different lines. I think if they eventually get to a point where they can run four, I think they're going to wear the Colorado Avalanche down because I think the Blues with Colton Pareko have done a great job of shutting down McKinnon five on five. If they can stay out of the box throughout this season, I think I think they're going to see them in playoffs too. If you can stay out of the box and not kind of feed that power play monster, you know that Pareko and Scandella can do a, a fabulous job with O'Reilly of shutting down that top line. And then after that second line, it just, man, it really drops off. It really drops off. They do not have nearly as good of a third and fourth line as we do. And I look at their top, their top pair of, and let's just take Byram, 
and then Kale McCarr, and then Sam Gerrard when he's healthy, and Devon Tave. They have a great four, right? And then their bottom pair, I mean, right now it's just that McDermott, he, he can't really skate all that well. He can't pivot all that well, and you take him wide all day long. So it does have that drop-off. So the Blues' advantage over Colorado, as, as we see them again in April and probably in the playoffs, is just going to be making sure they're healthy and making sure they have that spreaded wealth of four lines and they can run those lines and kind of stay patient. I thought last night's game – you know, a little uncharacteristic of the Blues in the sense that they're such a patient team. They stick with it for three periods. And even though they're down in the game, they, they, they just stick with it, stick with it. But there were, you know, a turnover by neighbors, the blue line, uh, a youthful mistake, a learning lesson for sure. You know, Flatty a couple of times couldn't get the puck out maybe at the end of the third period there. Just kind of cheating for offense because you're down, you're in the hole, and you got you to feel like you got to get back into it. These guys all want it. Like, no one wants to score a goal more than Vladdy. No one wanted to turn the game on its head like Jake Neighbors last night. These guys want it. It's not that they don't want it. It's just sometimes I think that that patience kind of kind of withered last night. They kind of were chasing the game. They kind of stepped outside that system zone where where they didn't allow that patience to kind of settle in and then take advantage late, and that's kind of what hurt them in the third. Hey, Joey, one, one other thing here before we go, and the Blues do take on the Blackhawks tomorrow night. You'll hear it here on 101 ESPN. We've talked a lot about Vladimir Tarasenko. We talked about the health of Colton Pareko. A lot of good things happening with this team. As you've watched this team, though, over the first half dozen games, what individual player are you most excited about? I mean, if there's one player that I, I just, for whatever reason, there, there is still one player on this team. And then, listen, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But there's one new player-ish, new-ish, I would say, player that brings me to the edge of my seat. And every time he's got the puck and he's coming down the ice, I feel the fans. They, they kind of they inch a little closer to their edge. And some of them are kind of getting closely on their toes, kind of just ready to jump. And it's Jordan Cairo. Like, he, his speed with the puck. The, the way he can skate with the puck, that's the key, with the puck. There's a lot of fast players in the National Hockey League, and I think I've said this to you guys before, maybe on another show. There's plenty of speed in this league, but but the key is with Kairou's game is that he plays fast with the puck, and that's a very, very hard thing to do. You know, I, I coach a lot of hockey, a lot of youth hockey around town. There's a lot of kids that learn to skate, and then they get great with the skating, and then when they touch the puck, guys, what's the first thing that happens when they touch the puck? They stop moving their what? Their feet, mm-hmm. right? Because it's very hard for kids to multitask, right? It's one, it's one of the biggest lessons they need to learn in hockey is that I have to move, the, I have to chug these legs, but then also I got to handle a puck and I'm skating on razor blades and five other people are trying to take the puck from me and I'm playing on ice. Like it's a very, very difficult game when you really kind of break it down to the kind of the facts of what, what we're doing here. So kids, when they skate great, then they incorporate pucks and they always stop moving their feet because your brain, it's very hard for your brain to trigger even as adults to multitask um, a multitask thing. I had, I had a psychology teacher in college actually, and whether this is true or not, I'm actually kind of interested to find out. He said that the brain can actually only function on one thing at a time. There's no way the brain can function on two things at a time. Things happen so fast. Like if I'm doing the dishes and I'm taking care of baby, or Dan, if you're calling a game and you're also answering a text message, you think you're doing two things at once, but your brain is going so quickly between each thing, you don't even recognize it, but the brain can only focus on one thing at once. So that is what is intriguing about Kairu's game, is that he can play at such a high speed, but also handle the puck and make the moves the players can make it 50% speed. He can do it at 100% speed. I mean, think of Connor McDavid. Yes, he's fast. Yes, he's got hands. But the, the, the point about him being so great is he can put it together. He can make the move that every player can make it 50%. He can make it at 100%. And that's what makes him so incredibly dangerous. So, so Jordan Cairo, again, he was a little bit quiet last night. But when he gets that puck and he comes up in the offensive zone, I just don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what move he's going to pull off. I don't know if he's going to go wide. I don't know if he's going to cut to the middle. He may button up and look for that next wave. 
you just never know. He's so unpredictable and he's so fast. You can kind of see the defenseman now. They're starting to recognize it in the league. He's not going to catch any defenseman by surprise anymore. Everyone has a scouting report on him. So they're giving him more room in the neutral zone because they know they can't, they can't have a close gap because he's going to burn them wide. So you see space starting to be created through his speed and through his reputation. So to me, Jordan Cairo is one that just, he just gets me excited every time he sees him with the puck. I got to say, Joey, if I can, Randy. Yes, we got time. Yes, we got time. Uh, Joey's wearing a nice dark suit the other day. Ran mm-hmm. into him down at uh, Enterprise Center, but he had white tennis shoes. Yeah. And initially, Joey, I'll be honest, not on board. Done some thinking about it. Slept on it. I'm in. You look great. <laughs> hey, thanks. It makes me a little nervous you're thinking about me as you're falling asleep, Dan. But, um, you know, aside from that, you know, it, it, got, it got a lot of looks. It got a lot of uh-huh. interesting looks. Even Al McGinnis, the Hall of Famer, said, Joey, nice style. I go, what do you think? Al goes, yeah, I don't know. And I think the, verdict, the verdict's still out on, on some people. But I, like I told you in the hallway, uh, all we do is live in suits. I'm living in a suit 24-7, I feel like, nowadays. My feet or killing me. If there's one advice I have for you two today, I think I, think I told you, Dan, I'm, I'm going to send it to all the people today. Uh, this is free advice. Take it. My grandpa from Sicily, he grew up with nothing, came over to this country, not, no, no English, had a wonderful, wonderful life. He grew a huge family and great company. He, he said, Joe, he said, Giuseppe, don't ever forget one thing. He said, always take care of your feet and always take care of your bed. He goes, never, never be afraid to spend money on your, on your shoes and never, ever be afraid to spend money on your bed, and if you think about it, he's right. Because think, you're, hmm. either, you're either you're walking or you're sleeping. That's right. You, you, you only do two things: you're either you're laying down or you're walking. So why, why you might as well take care of your back with your bed, and take care of your feet with your shoes. So spend good money on good shoes, and spend good money on a good bed, and then uh, la dolce vita. It's the good life. What, what else can you say? Always good advice from Joe Vitale. Thanks so much. We'll be tuned in tomorrow night. Have a great weekend. All right, boys, have a great weekend, a safe Halloween, and uh, have a lot of fun. You too. Thanks. Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects are injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.